This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And welcome back in. We are live coast to coast on the BetQL Network. Alongside Jim Rodriguez, the original J-Rod, I am Chris Mack, and we are in for Joe, Aaron, and Ed today here on BetQL Daily. We've got a lot to get to today, uh, not the least of which is the math involved in trying to figure out what is more likely by the end of the year. The A's winning the AL West or aliens being found on Earth. I swear, it's a thing we just crunch numbers on during A lot of zeros. A lot of zeros. A lot. A lot of zeros, J-Rod. You're absolutely right. Listen to <laughs> us wherever you may be in the world. Maybe even if you're extraterrestrial, depending on the quality of your cell signal, right. on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, download it today. And whatever you're up to, you take us with you. All I'm saying is that if, if I live in Florida, if, if, if sports betting becomes legal in Mars before it does in Florida, we're going to have some problems. That's all I'm saying. It, it, it might be there's something else we can bet on though where does sports right. can you bet on when betting becomes legal probably i'm sure we can find it somewhere watch the show on twitch twitch.tv slash betql we get into some al team futures here in just a moment and yeah uh, we'll go off the board before the hour ends in about 20 minutes or so with a number of different things somebody wants to burn the NFL to the ground, figuratively, not literally, because uh, that would be arson. And at the top of the hour, we take a, a look at win total projections in the AL. But back to the team futures specifically right now, J-Rod. Uh, a couple notes that I've noticed as we headed into the break. And what gives me an idea of some of the trends that we're seeing. The first thing is the Blue Jays have really picked it up as, as of late. Best record in the AL over the last six weeks. Uh, Over the last four weeks, though, if you want to go through that split, the Red Sox have the best record in the AL. Um, The Orioles continue to to hang with the top of that division as well. The Yankees hoping that new hitting coach Sean Casey, Aaron Judge eventually getting healthy may help spark them as well. That entire division, and of course I didn't even mention the guys at the top of the division, the Rays, that entire division is in it seemingly. How do we reevaluate the AL pennant race, first of all? And I think, second of all, if you're talking AL pennant, it almost goes hand-in-hand, hand, part and parcel, with the AL East market and how we read that. Where are we right now, in particular, on those two teams that seem to have picked it up going into the break, the Jays and the Red Sox? Let's start there. You know, it's, this is what makes baseball, and me a big, lifelong baseball honk, this is what makes it great, because – for as much as you think you have built collateral, like the great start that the Rays had, how clunky the Red Sox and, and Blue Jays were kind of mediocre, all of a sudden, you know, everybody's going to win 60. Well, maybe everybody. Everyone's going to win 60. Everyone's going to lose 60. So it, it's what you do with those other, like, what, 42 games that really define your season. And I think 
for the Blue Jays, they are, they are kind of like the Chargers of Major League Baseball, right? For as much as this is the year, this Vladimir and Bichette and, and Biggio and, and, and Springer, and, and that pitching, and at the end of the day, they're, they're hanging on for that wild card or they don't make the playoffs at all. I, I have been big on the Blue Jays for a while. I've sort of soured on them, uh, even though they made the playoffs last year. I still think the Yankees have have more in the tank than we've seen. I think I don't know if the mayor will help them, but I think there's there's just too much talent, kind of like San Diego in the National League. The Yankees and Padres to me are kind of like the same thing. I get it, Aaron Judge. Yeah. Who knows if we'll see him again this year with that toe? But there's still too much talent on that team to be where they are. I think the Red Sox are there just to be a nuisance. I don't think they're ready to do it. <laughs> Toronto, I, I don't, I, I'm still not convinced. Um, and and the Orioles, I mean, that's the one team that that I am bullish on. You know, they they are running down the Rays. I think the Rays are, you know, it's it's almost like Arizona. You know, Arizona and the Rays are sort of the the same kind of thing where they got out to such a good start. Now here comes Baltimore trying trying to hunt them down. I think it's going to be a fascinating division. I think the I think your World Series, your pennant winner comes out of the AL East. I think that, yeah, and that's like I said, that's why it's part and parcel of those two discussions, right? If we talk AL East, I think we're also talking who ends up representing the AL in the World Series. Right now, AL East odds sit like this at BetMGM. Rays minus 275, but as J-Rod just mentioned, the Orioles chasing them down. Now just two games back in the East. They are 4-1. to one. I mean, Love this, it. This, might be, this might be the best number left that you're going to get on the Orioles. Like, from here on out, unless they, mm-hmm. unless they hit a rough patch at some point, I don't see the number getting any better on Baltimore now that they've, they've raced to within two games of the Rays. Yankees and Blue Jays are both 11-1 to 1 to win the division. Red Sox are still back there, 80-1 to 1 to win the American League East. Although, when you look at the standings, they're, they're not that far off the pace. They're not. They're two games off of a wild card. And let me do the quick math in my head. They were, what, nine games back of the race? Is that correct? Um, the Red Sox have impressed me because while they're more a wild card discussion team now, they're still right there in it. And I, and I think we do have to ask ourselves, again, I keep bringing it up. I'm a bit of a broken record here. The imbalanced or balanced schedule, whatever you want to call it, the new way the schedule is handled in Major League Baseball this year, where you play your division opponents less than you used to. Um, means we might have to consider all three wild cards coming from the AL East. And um, aside from what that may do for everybody else in the AL, we'll get to the hot garbage that is the AL Central in a minute and what's going on out West. But is it a good thing or a bad thing, Jim, if the AL East places all three wild cards? I don't have a problem with it just based on the fact that if, if the other teams aren't good enough to be in it, hey, the other teams aren't good enough to be in it, and with the schedule the way it is now, if that means all three wild cards come out of the AL East, so be it. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, it just goes to show you that where the where the where the lack of parity is. Listen, everybody in the American League East has a winning record. Not every single team has a winning record, and maybe that's uh, a product of the uh, balanced schedule, if you will, um, and, and the fact that there is no Tampa Bay Rays like the old days to beat up on anymore. You know, while in the AL Central, uh, nobody has a winning record. Nobody has a winning record. So it's 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 a weird 
you know, it's a weird dynamic. I still would love to see when when the when the numbers are crunched, how much the balance schedule affected all this. But yeah, I mean, I think three teams in the AL East is 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 very doable, and I don't see anything wrong with it because again, it's going to get us better baseball. And man, I'll tell you what, anytime you get division rivalries in the playoffs, I don't care what sport it is, right. you get division rivalries in the playoffs. A couple years ago, when the Dodgers and Giants played each other in the division Fantastic. series, those were five of the most tense, crazy games. When the Yankees and Red Sox would meet in the ALCS, you love these because obviously it's it's like brothers fighting each other. They know each other. There are no secrets. I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Anytime you can get a good rivalry in the postseason, a good division rivalry, it is. It's like it's like a couple of brothers scrapping in the backyard. You stole this from me. No, you did this to me. And bang! Before you know it, um, that that. that that five-game battle between the Giants and the Dodgers that you oh. just mentioned, you're right. That's the kind of epic stuff you get. You only get between rivals in the postseason. Um, the last two weeks going into the break, I keep citing this number because I think it's an interesting split to look at as we come out of the All-Star break. Now, Houston 8-5, and five, Texas 5-9. and nine. If you go back to the four- and six-week splits for the Rangers, 11-16, and 19-20. and 20. So they've slowly continued to slip and slide. Um, is this evidence, J-Rod, that our Cinderella out in the AL West has lost her glass slipper? Because I'm starting to lose faith in the Rangers finding their footing here, especially with the Astros playing the way they have as well lately. Yeah, I mean, listen, Bruce Bochy coming in. It, it didn't surprise me that the Rangers would be in the mix just because what Bochy can do, those three, you know, he's a Hall of Fame manager. When he's all said and done, yeah. he's going to go into the Hall of Fame, three World Series championships, uh, four World Series appearances. The Rangers can mash. The, the Rangers are a classic American League team. It, 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 you know, they're going to score seven, eight runs a game, and we'll see what happens. Now, how does that play out over 162 games? That's to be said. I mean, they got off to such a good start. Houston was dealing with problems. Remember, Altuve missed a good chunk of time at the beginning of the season because he got injured in spring training. Now he's getting right. You know, the Mariners should be better. And even the Angels, you know, started off all right. Now they're dealing with injuries with Mike Trout being out for a while. So I think Houston's going to run down uh, Texas, and I think Seattle will get better. Texas wouldn't surprise me if they make the playoffs, but they're, they're going to be a wild card. I don't think they're winning that division. Um, so, you know, I, I would look to see if you can make some hay with maybe a Houston or a Seattle. Because last time I checked, Houston winning the division was even money, which, you know, these are the defending World Series yeah. champions. Yeah, it's a little better than even right now at BetMGM, actually. The Rangers are minus 105. Strohs are plus 105. So Look at I that. Mean, it, it, it got better. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's that's one to keep an eye on. I think Framber Valdez is something to keep an eye on and, and how healthy he stays down the stretch, obviously. But I think if you're the Astros, it's not like you need that one guy. I, I, I think you – I don't want to say you can get by, but you can. The way you've played over the last four to six weeks, the Astros sure. can survive and uh, I think do chase down the Rangers in the AL West, even if Valdez has to kind of, you know, load manage or rest or even just sit down altogether for a couple of weeks uh, out West as we talk about the Strohs. And, oh, you know what? How do – you brought up the Mariners. How do the M's figure into this thing? Because they've started to pick it up a little bit as of late as well. Everybody talking about maybe the momentum they might carry out of the All-Star break. I don't know if that's a thing or not, carrying momentum – out of the all-star break because they're the the host city and everybody's I said it the other day most of the guys on that team they got out of dodge while the all-star festivities came yeah. to town right they went they went south to a, a, a powdery white sand beach somewhere and, and sort of rested and relaxed I don't know if the if the momentum of 
the all-star events taking place in their city really affects them. But they have played a little bit better going into the break. Um, I, 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 I'm convinced it's a battle between the Mariners and the Rangers and whoever kind of straggles behind a bit in the East for that last wild card spot. But I, I think there are some people who have jumped back on the Mariners bandwagon here in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, listen, the all-star break, all it does is stop momentum. That's, I mean, there, there, I can't tell you how many teams, you know, have a good week, 10 days prior to the all-star break, and then all of a sudden they have to shut it down for the all-star break. It doesn't matter where, if it's your city, not your city. Uh, you're absolutely right. Listen, Mariners, six out of the division, four out of the wild card. Uh, a lot of talent there. I think, I think their pitching needs to get better. Their bullpens have been a little shaky, and they need to start scoring more runs. And really, Julio Rodriguez, you know, he is the face of that franchise. He has it, – it's on him. He, he needs to have a better season, and I think that will be sort of a uh, – that will carry through the clubhouse. Definitely they're going to have to get a bat, maybe even get another – maybe some, some middle relief uh, to help them out down the stretch. You know, to me, I'm, I'm more of a – I was so high on the Angels. I thought the Angels were going to be – finally get over the hump and get yeah. Shohei and Trout into the playoffs. I, again, now with Trout being out, you know, a month, month and a half, I think, I think that derails their plans. And then curious to see, you know, trust me, and over the next couple of weeks, all we're going to be hearing about is uh, are the Angels going to trade Shohei. Are the Angels going to trade Shohei? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the, the bulk of it. And where is he going to go? I don't think you trade him. I think you, you squeeze every last nickel you got out of that Angel number 17 jersey and st- until it's time for him to go. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But that's what happens when you tumble the way they did the last two weeks going into the break. Worst record yeah. in baseball the last two weeks going into the break, three and nine. So naturally those questions are going to pop up. And if, I, if I'm already a Moreno, I listen. I'll, I, I, but I, I, don't, I don't pull the trigger, but I kind of I listen and get an idea for what might be out there. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I don't want to trade Shohei Otani. But if somebody absolutely blows me away and my team continues to fall on its face for another two weeks, if I look up and it's 72 hours before the deadline and now all of a sudden we've gone from where we were to, I don't know, maybe where, what what are they now? Let's see. The Angels are how far? It's five out of a wild card. They continue to tumble and they're a good eight, nine, ten games out of a wild card at that point. What, what are you playing for? And, and if, right. if, if you don't think you can re-sign him, if, if you really think that it's all but inevitable he's going to go across town, uh, up the freeway, maybe you get the most – maybe you get what you can out of the deal. Yeah, listen, the problem with the Angels isn't so much that they're five out because that's very, very doable. So they got to leapfrog four teams to, 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 get, to get to that last wild card. Uh, I don't think you you can trade him because this is Dame Lillard on steroids. Pardon pardon the use of steroids with Major League Baseball. Because think about I it. I know what you mean. Who who is going to trade for 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 Shohei when you know he's going to walk away? Unless you do a sign and trade, unless you know you you are going to sit there and cut him that check for fifty million dollars. No one's going to trade for Shohei on top of it either. So he's going to stay there. Uh, you know, Ed Ed and I have gone into this here because he he thinks he could stay. I don't think Ed, Artie Moreno's got the money or the uh, fortitude. To put up, you know, fifty, sixty million dollars. Although I did hear somebody floated out there, a th- somebody would offer him a three-year, three hundred million dollar contract. That would be interesting. 
$300 million. The AL Central, uh, we haven't talked about a lot because it's, <laughs> as I wrote in the show notes yes. uh, for everybody else to see, a flaming atrocity of a division. One team at 500, that's the Guardians. Everybody else under 500. And how about this? If you look at it at BetMGM right now, the Twins are still the favorites uh, to win that division, I believe, or at least they're the favorites. Yeah, minus 160. Guardians plus 140. I understand the Twins starting pitching being what it is, why that's the case, but man. I don't know. I don't know if the winner of that division deserves to host a wild card series, Jim. <laughs> this, this is the same exact movie we saw last year with the Guardians. And by the way, when we get to our, our, our win totals, I've got a great bet coming out of that division. Ooh, okay, that's coming up at the top of the hour. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. He's Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. Listen to us on your Odyssey app. Coming up next, we go off the board right here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL.